Hello, and welcome to another episode of Life's Difficult, a podcast where we discuss m- the many challenging aspects of modern life and how we go about dealing with them. I'm Mikhail, and as always, I'm joined by my conversation partner, Milos. How's it going? Pretty good, man. Um, I know we've been doing this for a little bit, and this is kind of difficult for me to say, but I think, uh, <laughs> you know, we've grown as such different people. And recently I podcasted with your brother and it was just amazing. I think we should stop doing this together. I think you should have gone with the like pull the bandaid fast method because I didn't know where you're going for the first like little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. Well, that's, that's the best way to break up with someone. You leave him in suspense like, oh, is he, is he going to tell me something great? And then you just dive in and destroy somebody. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Today's about breakups. We're talking about breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> The most degenerate um, ways to do it, and you know. Well, so I feel like there could be another uh, uh, episode or like section of an episode more about just like extracting yourself in from like short-term dating situations. But we're talking oh, yeah, about proper breakups. True. We're not talking yeah, about like not the bullshit ones. If, if you dated for, uh, um, you know, a few weeks and then you end things or you do it in some shitty way and you you ghost him or something mm. that's not what we're talking about here we're talking no. about like dated for at least like whatever five six like months. a legit relationship you cared about it, it was serious yeah, yeah. something yeah. that you actually value not like you got six weeks in and you're like oh god what am i doing i need to support <laughs> so tell uh, about like oh actually i have a drug problem i swear to god i'm gonna go to rehab for six weeks don't call me talk to me <laughs> hopefully that gets him off your case i don't know yeah, yeah. So, I, I let's let's start with our personal experiences here, um, and then we can transition to kind of talking about it. Yeah, just generally. Should so, say. would you like to start? Our, our it's interesting because I think we've both had like one very serious relationship. We might have dated around and stuff, but it's like one bigger serious one, and both of ours or each of ours ended around the same time. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think so. I think I don't, I don't really have too many adult relationships, despite being in my thirties. Good. The sign of a true. You're gonna live man, a long life, yeah. A gentleman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, and, uh, okay, yeah. So, kind of take us through the, you know, good. the dying embers of your relationships. <laughs> rich detail. Give us the rich detail. Um, yeah, no, I don't know, man. It's uh, So actually, it's funny because I did have, I had a first relationship ever when I was like 18. Hmm. And that breakup actually was kind of a lot like this one. Okay. Where it's like the same, I saw the same themes personally. And those themes are things like just really not wanting to let go. So pushing things, like I think, um, I don't know if you can relate to this. Mm-hmm. But personally, and this is like something that I've noticed, even with like friends and other people, mm-hmm. is that breakups are, once you get past a certain point of dating, the breakup is never clean. Mm-hmm. It's never like, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, maybe it is for, I guess maybe for some people, maybe some people are very dispassionate, but I'm not a dispassionate person. So for me, it's like, yeah. if you get past the one year mark of dating, every single breakup is going to be the messiest, most, A, emotionally, like, charged thing. But also, I found that breakups are never like clean cut. Or they, they, like when you first break up, that's never like that, okay, now we're never going to see each other again. It's more like, okay, this is the beginning of a separation process that's going to involve yeah, 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 yeah. sexual intercourse, trying to make the other person jealous, 
trying to get back together, making compromises, realizing that you hate the compromises, asking yourself what the fuck were you thinking when you said, let's do this again. <laughs> like, and, and, and honestly, like moments, maybe late night moments, uh, but, but just general moments of true panic, of sense of just like, you know, what have I done? Or should, in either direction almost, right? It's, it's worse when you're like, oh no, I really need this person. I made a mistake. That's the mm -hmm. worst feeling. Mm -hmm. But the flip side of it is like, oh, you've reached back out and like maybe you've gotten sort of back together and then you're like, ugh. So this is you... wrong. Like it's all wrong. It's wrong. In basically, once you enter back, enter, if it's not a clean break, which mm. for, I think for both of us, it wasn't. Oh no, I've never had it's, a clean break. It's just a swamp then. Yeah, it's, you're, it's you're always. You're back in the, yeah. you, you know, you're, so you're rolling around. I have a life. question for you, something you said there. Have you ever felt that where you're like, oh my God, I need to be with this person? Because in my experience, <laughs> I've only ever had the other side of regret. Yeah, I've only had yeah, it where yeah. like, we get back together and the next day I'm like, I was free. What did I do? I was free. I was free and I walked back in. <laughs> okay, okay let, let, let's, let's, let's jump back to you. Because oh yeah, so I mean, it was just, it, look, the, the relationship was, it was just, it was doomed to fail from the get-go. There yeah. were so many, there were so many issues, there were so many problems. There was, and I mean, again, like, it was, that was my first adult relationship where I was thinking, like, you know, ring, kids, marriage, long-term, It was, what, three families. years, basically? Yeah, three, yeah. Uh, two and a half. Yeah. With the extra ugly, bumpy period, like mm -hmm. another three months of bullshit after we, quote-unquote, broke up. Yeah. But, um, but no, yeah, it was just, it was totally two wrong people. Emotionally, we got along really well and we were good for what each other wanted on the emotional front, mm -hmm. but then on the, like, and physically, sexually, we had crazy chemistry, but then on the actual, like, lifestyle, values, things like that, we did not see eye to eye. Mm -hmm. So those things tore us apart slowly, and then you know how it is, man. People have timers in their head, right? I want to be doing this by this age, and if one of you isn't on the same timeline, then there's going to be problems. So it fell apart, um, And but, but the thing is, the thing that I noticed in myself is, um, and the pattern that I noticed in myself is that I'm not, like, once I'm in, I'm not one of those people who's like quick to jump out. Mm, so mm. we probably like, there was like a six month period where every fucking, every fight, it was like a legitimate place where it's like, if y'all break up now, it's healthy for both of you to go your own ways. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I'd be like, no, 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 fuck it. I'm not giving up on this. We're going we're gonna to try again. We're going to go one more time. And then, and so... Yeah, just, just a spiral of pain and doom and slowly realize. And again, like I said, there was a bunch of times we'd break up, we'd get back together, and then I, the next day I'd be like, oh, I made a... It's like, if you watch Rest of Development, it's Job. I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, not, and, and I don't want to make that sound like I'm trashing the other person. It's, it's, it was for both of us I'd made the mistake because I wasn't making her happy. She wasn't making me happy. There was very clear... There's very clear lines in the sand that neither of us were going to move. And... I guess for me, it's like I'm always hopeful and optimistic. So I'm like, okay, maybe I can move that line in the sand. And then I move that line in the sand, and then I'm like, no, no, I want to move that, sand, that line in the sand two times back the other way, because yeah. fuck this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it was just, it was an ugly, ugly thing. And, uh, and yeah, eventually we finally called it quits. And again, there was that long period afterwards where you keep seeing that person. The emotional bond doesn't go away just like that. Um, you know, you kind of, you see it slowly, you start to drift apart and then one person will decide, okay, they're done with this. And then, you know, so yeah, yeah, ugly, 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 but you know, <laughs> great time. Great. Well, not, not a great time after like during, but after. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, uh, <laughs> uh, 
has not made us jaded at all. Has not damaged. You know what? <laughs> I think it's actually made me better because I, yeah. I, I I think this is one of the big things. I I we've had this discussion before, but I think having a really fucked up breakup that just fucking shits on you and really makes you question what the fuck you're doing with your life is amazing because. I mean, I think you can relate to this. Growing up, women had so much value in my life. I, was, I would do anything for women. I was very much like as a young guy, you know, you're taught, oh, this is where you get your confidence, this is where you get your value, this is where you prove yourself. You gotta get your numbers up. You gotta yeah. make girls yeah. like you. You gotta be this dude that girls like. And, and on the one hand, I understand how that's built on intrinsic values and like that's part of what being a man is. You wanna get your shit right so you can get, you know, a female and yeah. family and all that stuff. Or just, you know, you just wanna be like, up there amongst men, you don't want to be at the bottom, and the best way to know where you're at right now is what women desire you. If no women desire you, you're probably near the bottom, yeah. right, of yeah. society. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, those, yeah. those are the ugly truths of the dating game. So, um, shit, where was I going with this? Uh, <laughs> I lost my train of thought there. Um, yeah, well, I, I think... Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's been a while since we did this. Yeah, as as a little side tangent, somehow you and I have managed to fall ill three times in the later half of this summer, or yeah. basically since what Jan, or, or I mean June, since June, since June. June. So yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, we barely recovered ish in time for this oh, podcast. I remember what I was gonna say. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah but just that. That was just almost like a housekeeping note of like. <laughs> If we cough or clear our throats, it's because we're still in somewhat like recovery phase. Yeah. And yeah, we just keep falling ill and the podcast keeps suffering for it. But And it's not because we have super chlamydia. We checked and we don't. All right. Now, <laughs> go back <laughs> to what you were saying. Sorry, what I was saying was uh, the really bad breakup is actually great for a person because, again, like I said, we grew up, I grew up in this, in this, in this um, kind of mindset of like, you know, you view yourself as kind of less valuable than the women, so you're a little bit more willing to bend and compromise with women to an, to an, to an extent that you shouldn't be doing in relationships. Mm -hmm. And so you need that one really bad breakup, that one where it's like, you know, it doesn't matter how beautiful the woman was, it doesn't matter how much the sex was amazing, it doesn't matter how much emotional connection you had, there's a part of you that just like, in that moment, for whatever reason. I know that sounds dark, and it is dark, but... Yeah, no, but everybody you, can relate, probably. You need that, because then, from then on, like, it's like that, that thing, it's like the rose will never smell as sweet, in a way. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but Yeah, it's but like, this is why I was saying, like, the, the jokes about, like, oh, we're jaded and lost something aside. It, mm. Part of growth is often also losing a little something along the way. Yeah, the disillusion or the, the the illusions around these things. Yeah, look, life loses its shine slightly, and you grow. <laughs> that's <laughs> honestly that's how a lot of, at least for me, that's how it's worked. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I'll uh, let's take religion for example. I'll stop being. Uh, my journey was like to stop being religious and then being agnostic and then like whatever you you go down the kind of line and mm -hmm. that brought a lot of growth in terms of how I viewed the world and morality and all these sort of things, mm -hmm. but it was also you know, a lot of comfort that you get from religion is gone. And so like a bit of like yeah. that, you know, warmth or shine or whatever, however you want to put it, just, you know, the bottom yeah. fell out. So yeah, a, 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 if you have a rough, rough relationship, it's like, oh yeah, I'm a little more cynical, I'm a little less trusting, I'm a little more less compromising. Um, perhaps, 
again, the, I'm, I'm throwing out a bunch of stuff out there. I'm not yeah. saying all of those things mm-hmm. happen. Yeah, yeah, um, And that can be better for you in the long run, but it can also mean that, like, had it worked out, you might still have a little extra, <laughs> like, extra piece of your soul left. <laughs> I think, but, but you see, that's the thing. I think, I think there's a difference between jaded and kind of more, uh, I want to I use the term intelligent, but it's not intelligent. It's more kind of, like, uh, just solid. Because, again, like, it's like this thing where it, one of the things that I noticed in my relationship in that one that fell apart was it was my first adult relationship. I had no, um, I had no precedent for, like, okay, if, if she's complaining about this and I say, okay, I'll do it, and I don't really want to do it, but I'll compromise. I've seen sitcoms. They do this on sitcoms. Yeah. I'll do it, and then later on I'll, I'll deal with it in the future. Mm-hmm. I realized that there are certain instances of those moments that you can't allow. You allow those. They're going to slowly eat a part of your relationship. They're going to eat a part of what you, you like. You know what I mean? You have yeah, to have yeah, yeah. certain things where it's like, no, I'm okay with this person disliking me for this because they don't have to all like me. And so I think that's a level of maturity that you gain from having the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> well, so I, I, I feel like it's, and this goes beyond just the breakup portion, but like, it's just important to try to get like some serious relationship in earlier on in your life. Um, yeah. and, um, it's, and hopefully it just works out and then you just have the one and great, you know, but it's just a, like, I, I know some people, you know, friends who are around my age, which is late twenties approaching 30, uh, who still haven't had one. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I get worried for them because, okay, for example, in, in my relationship, I guess I can just generally go over it and then the breakup aspect of it as well. There are a bunch of things that were kind of like check mark items. Mm-hmm. And she checked <laughs> a bunch off when we first met. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, great. Like, you know, she likes football too or, or soccer or she likes anime or she mm-hmm. likes whatever, right? And I was like, oh, great. Like, she likes all these things. This, this means like we're a perfect fit. And what I came to realize is all that stuff not that it doesn't matter, because having shared interests does matter, mm-hmm. but it's so much less important than having certain foundational things, right? Like, if, if she was just somebody who's willing to try very hard, then it doesn't matter if she doesn't like the same things, because the person who cares will still try to, like, have some shared interest with you. Yeah. And you'll get so much further with mutual hard effort than, oh, we just happen to like these t- certain things you know, not superficially, but you know what I mean? Like, it's on the surface, but they're not willing to put in work, so maybe maybe their interests change down the line, and now you're shit out of luck. So it's, like, stuff like that. It's so important to have a relationship and realize, like, whatever your ideals are or whatever you think you want in abstraction, it needs to meet reality. You need to see, like, how you behave in that situation, how other people behave, like, all that stuff. Like, how do you, how do you respond to feedback from your friends and your family about your girlfriend? Like, all these things are so important. Mm-hmm. And so you need to have a relationship. Ideally, it works out, but if it doesn't, great, because at least you now know. Um, and yeah, if, if putting off a relationship because of worries and anxieties and stuff, and like some of my friends have had those, I get it, but it's also like, Jesus, because I hope you just find that one. If not, you're going to be entering a late stage of your life going through something that's so tumultuous right like yeah you it's, gotta it's learn. also earlier in life like maybe your job is a little less serious maybe you can fall back to some other things in your life that are you know it's not going to feel catastrophic when you know you're you're fighting every other day but it's like okay well my job isn't that serious so i can take a day off or like all these things you can do whereas like 
if you're like a senior position in a job and like <laughs> you're in your first relationship and somebody's like sending you shitty messages or something during your work day, it'll derange your life. It'll mess yeah. everything up. So, but you know, you, you know, the other thing to that is that the, the, the other point to that, that what makes it ideal to do a younger age is because the assumption is that if you're younger, if you're a man, then your partner's younger too. And the older that women get, sometimes certain ones like will want will be looking. You know, they're they're on a the clock. They're looking for settle down, have kids, right? Mm. So you could end up having a relationship where you should be learning things, but instead, because you know the other person's on a quicker timeline, they're pressuring you. To yeah, like, you're Let's racing go. towards things. Yeah. So you might you might end up what should have been just like a quick one and a half year or two year thing where you learn a bunch turns into like. One and a half, two years, but you've got a kid and you're married and get fucked. <laughs> yeah, if, if, you know, obviously we typically get to like take away sort of stuff later, but one major takeaway, do not let yourself get rushed. Never oh, let yourself get God, rushed. Oh my God, that was a huge, huge. If you ever on like 50-50 and you're like, oh, I'm not sure, but like, and you're like, yeah, oh, no. but I really like her. No, then she, if you really like her, then she should be also be willing to wait. Like if she's actually 100%. like solid or, uh, or, or vice versa, if the guy's trying to rush you. This is Make this, is, this yeah. is a piece of advice for my men out there, <laughs> and this is straight from my from my failed relationship. And thank God I did this. So a lot of girls have this motto. The motto is they're not going to move in with a guy until they put a ring on it, and they don't want you to get too serious. Mm. If she says that, if another woman says that to me, I'm just going to break up with them on the spot. <laughs> what that means is they have terrible home behaviors that they want to hide from you until you're really dude. I, my my mentality's always been you do not put a ring on it until you've lived with them. You have to, have to, have And that was the thing. That was literally one of the things that ruined the relationship was that, you know, you know this person. We, we travel together. We've taken little, little trips here and there. But don't ever fool yourself into thinking that travel actually means you know what this person's like at home. That doesn't mean shit. When people travel, they're like, hi, they're happy. Things are good. Things are novel. Everything's yeah, different. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of like, ooh, this is a strange place. So, you know, people tend to, couples tend to be more close together because, you know, they don't know anybody. Um... When you move in together, a whole other person comes out. You, you, you see some stuff that like, and you, you get to see where their boundaries lie in ways that you probably won't see unless you've literally spent like, a, you went somewhere with their family for a week. And even that's not real again. Like you have yeah, to actually spend yeah. time in the home to realize where these people's boundaries are. And that was like, that was one of the biggest things is I did not, I didn't give a shit about that rule of like put a ring on it first. I'm like, no, you, no rings until we move in together. The minute we moved in together, it became so clear that this was a bad, bad, bad situation. And that was such a key, like that's a key factor is like you need to, you need to understand how is this person in a home environment where they think it's, because it's one thing when they think it's a shared domicile, when they think it's their home, how do they behave? Yeah, what yeah, comes yeah. out from them? And that's, that's huge. That is huge. If they feel like they're entering your home, they're going to behave differently versus yes. like they think it's a shared. Yeah, now that place. it's our home, now that I get to put my spin on it, how do I, you know, what do I change it? And it's just, oof, it's... Uh... I feel like we're talking a little <clears throat> bit more general relationship stuff, but I think yeah. this works. And it's, I think there's a fine balance. What you said is, I think, I'm, I'm on that side. I think you mm. need to live together for a certain amount of time. Statistically speaking, I think it's fairly split. Mm-hmm. And often people who haven't lived together uh, end up staying together longer than people who have. Really? But here's, for me, here's a big X factor. Uh, and I was, I was thinking about this recently. It's, you need intentionality behind moving in together. It, can't, it cannot be, because 
again, this this is not earlier life dating. This is like now dating of like mm -hmm. I'm going to be 30 soon. I'm ready to start settling down. I, when I'm, if I move in with somebody, it needs to be like we're moving in because this is a, because I'm going to marry them soon, mm -hmm. right? Like I'm literally there and I just <clears> need <throat> to go through this process. Mm -hmm. It cannot be like, oh yeah, we move in together and then we'll see. Again, like, the, the, and I, I say Listen, this. rent is expensive. You need someone to cover half. I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and again, this is for somebody who wants to get married, right? Like some people don't believe in marriage or but whatever. Like there, there's so many different types of people yeah, and different yeah. beliefs. But I'm talking about if you actually believe in getting married, mm -hmm. it cannot become like this vague thing in the future. Because then like that already is something of an alarm bell for me or, or a red flag. Mm -hmm. It does not take super long to get to know at least certain foundational things. If you're serious, you start talking early about like, what do you think about kids? What do you think about marriage? What what, what, do, what do you think about finances, living situation? Like, it's not, mm -hmm. these are not, these are super important, but they're not like, they should not be some like uh, topic that is like taboo to touch early on. If, yep. if you know fairly early on that you're both serious and you get into a committed relationship, hit these topics and then marriage should be on the horizon it should be you move in together and you say okay we need six months or we need a year whatever but i think beyond that like beyond a year of living together if you're nowhere uh, closer to marriage i don't know what's happening they need and again that doesn't mean it has to be a year it could be like hey i'm studying right now and I'll, at the end of my studies in three years fine that that makes sense as well mm -hmm. but like it needs it, it's all about like the mindset driving it versus a lot of couples just kind of be like this is comfortable enough i like you like this is good we're just going to keep staying together for an indefinite amount of years there's no marriage on the, mm -hmm. on the other side of this yeah. even though we both believe in marriage <clears throat> that tells me that like you should you guys should have broken up probably yeah yeah so so yeah. i just want to go back to something you said so you're saying that people who <coughs> moved in together post-marriage and people who moved in together pre-marriage the ones that moved in post-marriage tend to last long those ones are Fractionally, like, I don't think it's but the point. I think uh, different studies will show different things, but roughly speaking, maybe marginally more so towards the people who uh, who wait till marriage to move in together. But again, there there there's so many other uh, factors there, right? Like, how long were you, yeah. how long were you were you living together before you got married? You know, like because yeah. uh, you're right, some things. people that move in together just do it to bum around. Yeah, they're not really happy in the relationship. They're not really too. Uh, incense to leave so we're just like ah whatever I'll just stick around pays half my rent yeah but that, that's <laughs> the thing it's like th this is I saw that uh, that some study like that and I was generally thinking about it because I've started dating again seriously and I was thinking about like what's the right thing to do here should you know do you actually or you should should you actually hold off and I was like that doesn't make any sense to me at all mm -hmm. no you have to live together for a while right like yeah. it, you, you need data <laughs> you, you need the evidence right yeah it's such a, it's such a hard one to not do but that's why for me it's like but now have a framework or have a game plan it cannot be that you're just like we move in and this is a big step and that's a big it's its own step right like it's mm -hmm. not it for me it has to be part of a continuum and the continuum if you believe in marriage is that then the end goal is marriage mm -hmm. and as long as that's there then it's like okay everything we're doing while living together and all these like trials and tribulations that you'll inevitably go through because it doesn't matter how compatible you are there's going to be adjustment mm -hmm. right it's like okay this is just not for the sake of living together this is for the sake of a lifelong commitment mm -hmm. again like 
Because, yeah, for me, same. I guess I'll, I'll extend what I'm talking about uh, to marriage. There needs to be intentionality behind marriage, right? Like, mm -hmm. it can't just be like, we love each other a lot right now and we see this working. It's like, no, no, once you get married, you are super, super, super committed and hardworking towards this. Something has to go catastrophically wrong before you think about ending a marriage, right? Yeah. So, and I'm not saying that's not often the case. I'm sure it is often the case, but in, you know, you, you do hear some stories where it's like, why did you get married in the first place? Or really, the marriage ended already, so he's like, you know, yeah. th th there's a little bit more looseness. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people also try to get married to fix relationships, and it's just like, oof. Mm. Oof, those ones are harsh. Having kids to fix a relationship. That is the darkest, <sighs> ugliest thing. That is... Fuck. That is... Uh, just get a dog. <laughs> no, get don't, don't inflict that on your poor dog either. Just just go your separate ways. I think a dog, like, they, they, they're they at least oblivious to... You're not gonna... You can fix the These are perceptive animals, to, okay? They are, but they're also kind of stupid. <laughs> they're easy to trick. <laughs> so, uh... Returning more specifically to breakups. Yes. Uh, just to wrap up on mine, I'll just say it, it's it's not too far apart from yours. I, I think um, I had a bunch of false alarm breakups like throughout scattered throughout the relationship right from the start to right to the end. Or yeah, Were they false alarms or were they opportunities to... <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> the alarm was right. You just didn't listen. You slept through it and you just... Like, okay. It's, it's, it's a weird thing, right? Because well, what I notice, mm -hmm. um, and I, again, I don't know how, how to feel about this, but um, I notice I figure out if I love someone through distance or from like removal, from, like where, where I envision a life without them almost. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's normally how people work, perhaps. Because like, like in that relationship, I didn't realize like, oh no, I'm really like I've fallen for her until I tried breaking up with her. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, oh, no, like, I feel wrecked. Uh, like, I, this person has become, like, a, a, a foundation of my life. And you so, don't realize how much emotional glue there is. Yeah, yeah. You're the frog in the, in the pan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's just warm in here. I could get out at any moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and th but then, honestly, like, that early on stuff, like, I don't think that was necessarily the right time to break up. It wouldn't have been the mm. wrong time either. I had justification, yeah. but, like... Um, Here's more to learn. You had more more suffering I, to I, do. I felt like that next year or so was productive. It pr provided lots of growth for both of us. It was really good. Mm -hmm. But still, like, so m my relationship was with the on and off and the whole messiness over five years, mm -hmm. approaching maybe five and a half ish. Yeah. And uh, the last, the last like two, two and a half, like, or maybe even more. That that I could have done without. So mm -hmm. that's a long, long time. So, um, <laughs> that just, a good two months. It just, it just, <laughs> it just goes to show you, like I, for for however I might come off, like there's a part of me that's like actually insane because it just cannot let go. I think it, it, I have I have such that mentality of like make it work work harder, like mm -hmm. it, like for. This is obviously going to come off poorly towards her, and I don't know what to say there. I'm not doing this in any way, like, spitefully. It just is what mm -hmm. it is. But for every way that she messed up, I would work, like, five times harder to, like, compensate. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, like, she wasn't getting better. In some ways, she was getting worse. And then I would, like, try ten times harder. And then I would explain the same thing to her, like, a million times. You know, it was like, 
one of those things where I felt like by the end, I felt like her partner somewhat, tiny bit, but otherwise like her brother, her father, her life coach, her therapist, her psych- you know, like, you know, her cheerleader. Like I felt like I had every other role covered. Mm-hmm. I, basically, I f- and this is also why you don't want to let go because you feel like you have a PhD on the other person. Yeah. It's like I can't, what do I, I have this useless degree if I, if I, if I, <laughs> if I leave this and, and it's also a pride. What will I do with all this stupid knowledge <laughs> that I've accumulated over five just, years? It's only works here. And, yeah. uh, and, and it's also a pride thing of like, I, and this was true. Like at the time, like she was so, so dependent on me emotionally. And I felt like I'm the one person there to like solve Ooh, all her problems. Yeah. Right. So I remember that I, for sure, it's an ego and a pride thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, did you, all... did, is it a guilt thing for you? I had the same kind of experience, and it was a guilt thing. It's like, ah, oh, if I leave this person, it's like, just, it's just what not. What will they do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, yeah, right? It's like, I'm abandoning a, a small animal. So, okay, so, <laughs> legit, I've had this conversation with my mom, too. So, it's like, I know it's not just me, like, being too deep in. Yeah. Whatever else you want to say about my, my ex, mm. and there's a lot, <laughs> but whatever else you want to say, she was very, very cute. Like, I think that was, like, her almost her defining feature. It was not even cute. It's, like, adorable lost puppy type creature. Mm. Like, the the big eyes, the kind of pouty, like, lip. Drool kind of, sometimes. Yeah, just doesn't wash, has fleas. <laughs> no, but, but, but. Follows you home if you give it food. Uh, the best kind of woman. I'm but, 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 uh. <laughs> Is that the best kind of woman? Um, but recently it's been the best kind of woman. You're taking my friend. No, I'm kidding. Anyway, sorry, go on. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like if it felt like abandonment, like you said, it's like leaving, like you find like a, a puppy in the rain and then you leave it in the rain. It felt like that. Like whenever I had to pull back, cause and I was like, know, this is a helpless, useless yeah. person. You know, what's funny though, is I feel like I, especially in my, in my last one, I feel like that's complete bullshit. They're not that, that it's, it's, it's almost like an emotional play that they learn works mm. on men, mm. especially men that care about them. And so they play it because the truth is, you and, know, and guys do this too. We both know, like we won't say her name, but somebody we both know from red uh, whose boyfriend would talk about ex-boyfriend. The, uh, yes. Uh, ex-boyfriend would talk about like committing self-harm and stuff to keep oh her rope. So this is I have just, such an extreme view on that. If a man is threatening that and you're the girl, just tell him do it. Do it. You f- like if if a woman does this, I feel like it's more okay. When a man does this, ah, I feel ugh. either way. It's just, just let such them an ugly thing. Darwin uh, Awards. Let them let them <laughs> let them go. We don't need those men. No, but that's the thing. I, I I feel like I I feel like it's not gonna be Darwin Award because they're not gonna do it. I know they won't. Uh, they're they're full of shit. Or uh, at least you would hope not. <laughs> but then either way, it's gross, right? Like it's such an ugly uh, emotional manipulation. I think that the. the, the the male version's even grosser because they go with the full... Although, I mean, I'm sure some people have had women who claim that they're going to do self-harm if you leave. I think yeah. I, that's a really dark version of it. I never experienced that version. I experienced more the version of, like, I just felt so bad. That, 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 me too. Yeah, me it's, too. it's yeah. more yeah. like yeah. The, 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 the... And I mean, but I mean, even that in, a, in and of itself is, like, a way to... I, especially this, I felt like during the breakup, and this is something, like, like when it actually happens, it's very hard to see this stuff clearly because you're gonna be completely like assuming you actually love this person and you cared about them. Yeah. You're gonna be in a like an emotional maelstrom. Like it's gonna be fucked up. You're gonna be randomly having deep dark thoughts. Is gonna trouble sleeping, trouble this, trouble that. It just it absolutely sucks. 
And interestingly enough, what I found was like when it was happening. So again, there's the breakup, but I, I consider it as like there's like the separation period. There's the point where you say, okay, now we're breaking up, and this is like the one that you commit to. You this is the breakup that you commit to. This is the one that actually ends it. Yeah. And then there's all and but again, you don't actually cleanly break up. There's a separation no. period where you know you still hang out, you still do stuff. You're really? Yeah, yeah, still we fucking. can still be friends. Yeah. Yeah, or like not even that, like you know, or like you know that it. There, it's like that period where you're thinking like, oh, maybe we will get back together. Maybe we won't. You're playing your options. You know, you're seeing what's going on. And yeah. I feel like during that time, you won't like when it's happening to you, at least when it happened to me, I did not notice any of the emotional manipulation that both of us were doing back and forth. I did this. I, yeah. I had my own version of emotional manipulation that I would do with her. She had her version that she would do with me. Mm. And it becomes so much more clear after the fact. After looking back, I'm like, oh, my God, this was like... It's not even her fault. Like, I don't want to make it seem like, oh, she's manipulative. It's like, no, she was with me for a long time and she realized if I do X, Y, and Z, he reacts immediately. Yeah, it's Same almost instinctual. Yeah. yeah. I, I knew that if I did X, Y, and Z, I could get a reaction out of her. I could yeah. get her, I could, you know, I could get attacked. I could do these. They, these were very, like, you know what I mean? Because you know this person. Yeah. And you don't realize how much people go to that instinctually that well until you are, you know, six months after the breakup's done, you're kind of chill with it. You don't care anymore. Yeah. And you can look back and you're like, oh, man. She did that and I did that and I was just, and it just, it's something to realize that like a lot of this stuff, I think, but this is what I think actually leads to breakups is when you start to get to these instances where you keep having the same breakup over and over again. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's the same issue and it's not going away because like you said, like you can have these false alarm breakups where there's an issue, you guys don't know how to deal with it. You, 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 you patch something up and you move forward. Mm. And I mean, I think early on, early on in a relationship, there's tons of stupid shit like that. I can remember times when it's like, just dumb stuff that set me off so much mm -hmm. and it's just like you know it was forgiven and it the behavior stopped but it's like you know you're ready to break up over it and it's early on and yeah, yeah and yeah. that's but that's not ever, at least in my and i don't i think as like a if i could say a takeaway it's like assuming that that behavior wasn't something that absolutely broke a boundary like it wasn't infidelity it wasn't yeah, like yeah, outright yeah. bullshit it wasn't i don't know what else could be like irreversible harm she didn't stab you accidentally. Like, okay, I won't stab you again. Like, if she stabs you, kill her. I mean, give her. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that's how we get demonetized. No, I'm totally kidding. Um, we are not monetized to begin with. So, know, so we're yeah. good, yeah. So we're completely free. <laughs> just, we're just, outside yeah. the system. Renegades. No, I'm kidding. Um, you get rid of the, you, you end the relationship if there's actual violence involved, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, the point I'm trying to make is like, you know, outside of those, you're going to get through these, these issues. And this should be like, because I, I think one thing that maybe we should discuss too is like, how did you know that it had to end? Because I don't know about you, but I feel like I had the the legit like, it's like you had like the inner phone call where you wake up one day and your brain's like, you have to end this. Mm. And then I tried like five more breakups down the line <laughs> before I'm like, okay, you know what? I'll listen to my gut. So for me, a lot of this goes back to like what I was talking about being like insane. And I, I guess it's, <laughs> It's a bit more universal, right? Like, um, I think I was uniquely insane for how long I persisted because, mm. like you said, your, your insanity might have been, like, a, a period of, like, a quarter year or six months or something. Mm. My insanity was years. So that's that's the, an issue. Uh, I would say the only thing with my insanity was it, was it was a brief period. It was, like, six months. But we were living together during COVID at the time. Uh, so, yeah. like, it was, like, we didn't, there wasn't much time in between fights. It was, like, we'd get, like, four days of happiness and then the minute the weekend came on and like she want to do this and I want to do that, instant like ding ding. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, honestly, my my life for you stretches was like that. But really, I I I just I, I I'm telling you, like, is something like a bit messed up in me in terms of like attachment, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I've sort of sorted some of it out. Getting into my next relationship now, so uh, certainly hope so. If uh, not, we'll do breakups part two. Oh, Jesus, dude! If break breakups part two, two will be a much darker podcast. I can tell you that. I can't much. wait. I'm excited. I want to see how dark we get. No, I I hope the next one is just like breakups. Just kidding, marriage. Like that. That's what <laughs> that, that's what I need in my life. But uh, so we'll do divorce. <laughs> just preemptive, uh, preemptively do that, just so I'm prepared. For we'll get the worst. we'll get a divorcee on, yeah, and we'll talk to them and yeah. we'll ask them questions, yeah, yeah, like the children in front of Santa Claus. Give us some good ideas, just yeah. in case, yeah. Um, no, so yeah, so talking about the insanity portion of it, I was the most aware, and I'm I'm sure this was for you too, of her flaws and how messed up that made her as a partner and uh, mm-hmm. incompatible she, it made her and like you know like some once in a while somebody in my family would find, you know pluck up the not the car yeah well the, actually the courage right because it, it's hard to have these conversations with oh, somebody yeah. deep in and it's it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 great of them to to make that effort and like yeah. they would have these conversations with me and i'd be like i 100 percent agree with you <laughs> But I'm I saying, don't know how to stop. <laughs> it was honestly, yes, it was like an, that kind of addiction thing. I'm just like, yeah, I, I completely get it, and I'm still in this. powerless I'm, to stop. I'm myself. not leaving. Yeah, and and so there was so much of that. There was so much of. But like, that's a really common experience. I'm sure we all know someone who's in that kind. You know, a couple people are in that kind of relationship where it's like, you know, you set them aside. Like, bro, this person is not good for you. And they're like, I know. Okay, I'm gonna go back to now. <laughs> yeah, and it, it's just so insane. I was just, I was always like so hyper aware of like, this is, you know, this is just a terrible, terrible thing that she's done or something. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, so get back to work. And like, it was so disgusting. And it, honestly, it's kind of like a, it's a bit repugnant to me now, but like, I still have that in me mm-hmm. somewhat because I, it's a part of, it's also some of the best of me mm-hmm. of like being able to, double down and put in work and be resilient like there's a certain stoicism to that right yeah just knowing when to apply it to something that will because it's like you know you if you can revive it do it and i i also this is a question that i ask myself a lot during the relationship and even even like afterwards it's kind of like this question of like okay in theory in the multiple if if you believe in multiverses and all that (laughs) bullshit i don't know all the things that could happen everything everywhere all at once yeah everybody needs to watch it like just assuming that you know there's a version of me that did the right thing instead of the wrong thing does that even exist (laughs) (laughs) does that person exist could i have done something differently was there something i could have done and it's like it's it's a really hard thing to come to to the idea that like no this relationship would not have worked without me having been a significantly different person without me having changed radically and and that's a tough cookie to swallow i think as a man because we're 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 taught to fix shit you 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 know you figure it out and especially if you if you've been brought up with the idea of like any level of like i I don't know how to i want to use the term stoicism or like you know the the some level of like traditional values yeah Yeah. like you like like life's not supposed to be easy you're supposed to grin and bear it you know me and your mother went through all this kind of shit so you can do it you fucking 
spoiled little entitled, kids yeah, yeah, and yeah. spoiled entitled millennial brats and stuff. So there's a certain level of that where you're like, okay, do I do I continue? And I think for and I think for you and me both have the same experience where it's like, yeah, of course. Yeah. You know? It's like when you're playing Mortal Kombat, you just lost and it's like put in another quarter, you're like, yes. I have it's infinite like, oh, quarters. you're suffering? That's yeah. part of the process. Like, I, yeah, I, suffer a bit more and get, you know, get on with it. This so. only costs me my sanity and time. What do I need either of those for? Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're, you're, you're right. Like, it, um, it was basically the best of wor- and worst of me at the same time. But in that context, it was me doing my best with the worst situation. So mm-hmm. it made it just the worst. And, and I think... It got to the point where, like, for a long time, I could kind of see the end coming, and I'd kind of say it. Like, mm. I, I, I didn't feel it. I felt like we'd be together forever, but rationally, I would say things where I'd just be like, yeah, I, I can't see us lasting, because, like, it doesn't make sense. This yeah. doesn't make sense. I'd say it to her, too. Damn. Just um, straight up. And, and... It's a good way to keep your woman on her feet. And, <laughs> no, nah, I was just... You know, I noticed. It was just <laughs> okay, so that's ugly. Terrible. And, no, because I didn't even say it in, like, that way. It was just, like... It was like this sense of doom, you know, mm-hmm. like, and, and, and eventually I just got to the point where like, I felt like everything that cost possibly could have been played out or explained or everything had just run its course as much as like, te- and it all run its course 10 times over. Yeah. And I just remember I, the break point was like, kind of like another run of the mill, not run of the mill. It was, I think she'd finally graduated that that, mm-hmm. that was like kind of one of the not roadblocks but it was one of the things that were a bit of an impediment in the relationship because she was still yeah. studying throughout the whole time and i so it was always like okay yeah we'll have time because once she graduates then things will move on kind yeah of. and then she was looking for work and then she started to look f- uh, for work abroad and i was kind of <coughs> excuse what me the fuck no i wasn't i i mean i was i I knew she didn't necessarily like it here, mm. um, but I thought like, okay, uh, I'd always been like very hands off. Like, you want to travel, you want to do this, you want to do that, whatever. Like, do it. And it was a wrong approach because like, I am, I want to be hands off. I never want to be controlling, but it's also a matter of like mutual respect. Like, these are conversations we have together. And then, you know, like you can't just say like, oh well, I think I'm thinking of traveling for two months in the summer. It's like. It's not about me being controlling. It's about you being a garbage person for saying that. that yeah, way. Like, just it needs planning. To be a I'm going to travel just by myself. Fuck you. Yeah, it needs to be a conversation. Yeah. And you need to explain yourself and stuff, you know, stuff like that. And so, uh, so again, she kind of did it that way. And I, again, just like took the hands-off approach. I was just like, okay, well, you know, I can, I can visit you there. I can, we can kind of try to see how this goes and stuff. Mm. And then I remember one of these times... And she used to do this all the time, right? It was like another kind of part of her modus operandi. It was like flip something that like where I'm, I think, being gracious and like accepting and turn it on me. And so she was just like, yeah, you haven't even, uh, she was kind of complaining and all this stuff. And then she's like, yeah, and like, you, it's kind of weird. You haven't even st- like uh, stopped me from going to England or something. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, Actually, I had the bag and gag ready. You just didn't seem committed. And I was, I was gonna kidnap you before your flight, but you're just like, no, I'm gonna cancel it. And and you were gonna be a good boyfriend. And, <laughs> I'm totally kidding. And I, I, I was like, I, that's when I was just like, okay, okay, we need to break up. Like it was, it was almost just like, and and like it was just like, yeah, this, this is, this is like it was just like one of those yeah. things where it's just like, 
it was, I was kind of just going on automaticity or something. I was yeah. just like, yeah, okay, no, this has to happen, this has to happen. Like, and, yeah. and I just, and I, I saw it through. And, yeah, it was, but, like, everything that came after was, like, the worst of it. Because mm. um, her coming and collecting all the things that she had around. Mm. And her being, like, in tears. Because initially, like, while breaking up, she was like, oh, but can't we kind of keep this going a bit longer like it's like she didn't even necessarily think that it was a wrong move i guess like it was but she just didn't want it to end there uh you know it was like early summer and then she came and collected all her stuff and again she just like oh but like why not keep this going a bit and again it was just like such a strong pull at that point like it was yeah. just like yeah you're right like it's let's enjoy the summer together and Oof. and just her taking her stuff and like being in tears the whole time like i i've felt like I you were there for that yeah comforted comfort comfort I comforted her through the process mm. and saw her through the door and everything so oh, I was just I it all that was gut-wrenching I I felt like as bad as you can feel emotionally at that, that point and then yeah then I had the long period for like months of like okay, yeah, we're done, but, like, maybe in a year or maybe in a few months or you never know or that, that kind of Ooh, stuff. Okay. And I would hint it at her despite having, like, being strong in the initial moment. And thank God I could at least, I was in it strong in those initial moments because otherwise it would have just fallen apart because she was weak wow. then too. Mm-hmm. But later <clears throat> on when she, I think she started to get, like, accepted a bit more was when I was starting to feel a bit weaker and was, like, would hint at, like, oh, yeah, well, maybe you don't know. And, like, yeah. you know, and but, like, she didn't, like, bite on that stuff, mm-hmm. thank, thankfully. Um, but, you guys try to be friends, too, right? Yeah, and so I think the worst parts of it for me were, one, when I started dating again briefly and, like, slept with another girl. And, like, right when I slept with her, I just felt like this, like, and, again, I don't know why I was sleeping with her, you know, you can come to your what own mean, conclusion. You don't know why, because you're a man. You're fucking single now. You got to do it. No, no, not why I slept with her. Oh, okay, okay. No, no. Just <laughs> I totally, I was like, I was for a second, I'm like, really? Is that, you didn't know why you did no, that? No, I, I, was, I, was, I don't know why <laughs> I had this emotional response immediately after sex, as opposed oh. to at another point. Because I was, I dated this girl briefly, but it was, it, she, she, she was very, very solid. Like, I have zero, like, complaints about her. Like, she was, mm-hmm. seemed lovely. But for whatever reason, like, I could not, like, feel anything about it. Mm. And when we had sex, as soon as I was done, I was just like, I need to get out of here. Like, I feel, I feel as, I I feel as, I feel like I want to get back with my ex as much as I ever have right after this, you know? Yeah. And, and I know it doesn't have to do with this quality of the sex, because, like, with my ex, I was not having any... (laughs) at all um it yeah, was, that's another part that i don't understand dude I, that would be the I easiest now, reason for me to leave oh my god i now don't understand it either yeah. in my current relationship but back then it was just you just you know i just i feel those are something suffered through it yeah i feel like everybody's got those like those things where it's like you would never if, if a girl ever cut me off on the sex it would just i just it wouldn't even be like an angry breakup it would be like i'm sorry but i have to do this because I cannot function otherwise. I just, I just don't like. This is like, like listen, spit on me, slap me, tell me I'm worthless, like shit in the bed and blame the dogs. Do something, but don't stop. If you stop having sex with me, it's done. That's just, it's GG. That's that's good game. 
Yeah, because then, like, why, why are you why are you even together at that point, right? Like, but what? Just okay, be friends. <laughs> but, yeah. But, um, but I mean, I, I I know there's more to it than that. But like, that's such a big component. Like, if to that's me, cut yeah, off, I don't know. To me, like, it's, it's always even... it's that's like a number one. You have to. If you not, get, uh, it's not just, number one. Well, it's not number one. It is the most important thing. But it's like, I definitely feel like it's something that is that would be the easiest breakup ever. It, that would be it, it, no it is, guilt, found, it is foundational. No, no nothing. Not. It would be like not. It'd be like I could tell them I love you as a person. You're the best person in the world. But no, <laughs> I'm yeah, done. I, I'm out. I, I I basically agree with that now. But at that time, like you know, you fall into ways and you get conditioned in ways yeah, over yeah. time. So yeah. anyway, all, all, all that is to say that was a low point, and then. Some months ahead of us, like, trying to be friends, mm -hmm. we met here or there. It was always, like, kind of inappropriate because, like, I would be very hands-off, but she mm. wouldn't be. Mm. And not, not, not handsy, eh? Not, not in a way that, like, we would hook up because, again, she just did not. <laughs> I don't know what was with mm -hmm. her on the sexual front. But, but, um, but like, more, like, touchy-feely hugs affection. and wanting to sit yeah. on my lap kind of thing. Like, just wanted to be close to me, you know? And, it's a strange one. Uh, Sit on your lap, but you're not going to fool around? I don't understand that. What are you there for? <laughs> Closeness. <laughs> and Clearly, you can tell what kind of a degenerate I am. You're a degenerate, but I get it. Like, it, it's... it's uh, her behavior did not often <clears throat> exist on the, in the sexual continuum for whatever mm -hmm. reason. Mm -hmm. um, so... I agree, but point is, like, in her own way, she wanted to intimacy and to be close. No, I understand that, yeah, yeah. And it was, yeah, it was uncomfortable for me, obviously, and, like, it makes it even... Awkward boners. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just joking. Um, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, Almost so... Almost as weird as the cousin boner. I'm sorry, no, That's not weird. In my culture? You're speaking That's to normal. a Pakistani? About <laughs> no, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah and and I remember after like some rotations of that where I was like she's taking as much out of me as a friend mm. yeah without like any of like the whatever you, it, benefit I say in quotation marks because like it's toxic benefits but whatever benefits those were gone and now it's just like I'm still her life coach and cheerleader and etc etc that I listed off Mm -hmm. I'm getting none of the, you know, again, quote, in quotations, value out of it anymore. Mm -hmm. So I'm just being used now by this person. <clears throat> yeah. And after a few months of that and it like becoming really stark where, you know, she was also then going on and dating and stuff like that. And I remember one of them, she's just like in early dating. She's like, oh, I don't know if I can actually meet because like this new boyfriend is more possessive. And I was like, oh, okay. Okay. I was just like good to know like see that's you... another that's another part where i have a completely different outlook than you i feel guilty all up until i know she's talking to another dude once i know mm. another dude is trying to get in there i'm like you're dead to me maybe in a couple years down the line if we meet up again and we just want to like have like a a one-off for some for some sex like sure that 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 door's open if we're both single mm. but like she's been touched by another man no well no. for for me the issue there was not her. You being guys are still being friends, though. Touched by another man, it was. Where's your inner Pakistani man? Uh, <laughs> I'm more Pakistani than you. Right? You, know, you definitely are. We've talked about this in, in many ways, but uh, 
it was. I didn't even come from an honor culture, but I'm there. I'm, I'm in I, it. I, it wasn't about. It's just like how easy I could be used, discarded, used again, and so mm-hmm. forth. Like this back mm-hmm. and forth. And I was just like, oh, so somebody you've known for like two weeks, but it's convenient for you not to meet me, get all the benefits of like having me on the phone and yeah, etc. Get yeah. life advice. And, and so then I was just like, okay. And Done. that that's when I finally just cut it off. I was like, yeah. Actually, I didn't even fully cut it off, but, like, I think I just did it in a way that I thought was sensible of, like, do not message me. Do not contact me for, like, six months. If yeah. in six months where you haven't had my continuous, like, uh, uh, feedback and help and stuff, like, in six months when you actually have cold turkey and you don't need me in your life anymore, mm-hmm. if you then want to be friends, you can message me and I'll probably say no but like <laughs> but like it's a conversation to be had i'll just pretend like i didn't get the message oh. it's, it's a conversation to be had at least because then it's like it's not in this current <clears throat> paradigm of like <clears throat> just being used yeah um you know what this speaks to that i think is very interesting kind of the idea of like in a breakup the last part of the relationship to fall apart is usually that emotional bond exactly it's like exactly you know the lifestyle bond or the the, the the top level of like, I want to spend all my time with this person. I want to build life with this person. That's usually the first to go. Mm-hmm. Then the sex will go a little bit after and the, tr- the sexual attraction. Oh, will... sex went. <laughs> sex went first. I don't know how, I don't know how you stayed in that. That, that. that is some serious stoic might. Oh my God, that I could not. But to me, it's also like, I just feel like that's a very, that's a very key aspect of it. Like, Part of the reason why I want a relationship is to know that, like, yes, some woman out there wants to have sex with me. Dude, that's such a good feeling. That's powerful. I'm sorry, like, uh, because I'm interrupting. (laughs) No, go ahead. It was literally just for five seconds. The worst feeling as a, like, especially as a young man who, like, I was like. You were working out, too. I I could be doing, again, this is not, like, generally the mindset. I'm just saying in kind of hindsight, like, I could have been fine out there. Mm -hmm. I, I was, you know, in shape. I was young. Like, everything was fine, you know? But it was night after night, like, making advancements and getting it shut down. Is this, like, you, f- like, for, you know, that it's, like, on every level you've been broken down of, like, physically and sexually and emotionally. It's, like, I'm just, like, here to keep putting in work and doing nothing. And, you know, we, oh so, not, not long ago, we did a podcast on sex. Yes. Right? And I think I said something to the effect of, like, you know, good sex is a game changer. It completely changes how, like, uh, change how I view things. Yeah. I didn't have that back then. Like, this is a fairly recent... It's sad because it's so much That's later crazy. in life. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I'd, I'd been with more than just one person, for sure. But, like, you know, like, it was just, like, yeah, <clears throat> decent... I often wasn't with a person long enough for it to become, like... You, yeah, because like it's, it's about, not the first time. It's, it's you want to like, develop, yeah. you know, yeah. your skills together, I suppose. Um and yeah, so I just, I didn't even, even the sex that I would have got there would have been like, you know, just like sex that I would find terrible now. So fuck. it's one of those things. It's like so drastic. And this is, this will be one of the. Oh, t- fuck. The video stopped at some point. Okay. Well, this has happened. <laughs> All right. Well, that's I, okay. Sorry. <laughs> well, so th- th- this happened in a previous podcast, so it can just happen again here. We yeah, we're we'll gonna keep. Later. Who cares? Just keep going. Fuck it. Forget out, about but, this. But um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I I think um, one of the takeaways, which you know, we're not far to getting to, is how much 
growth you can experience post breakup of like you evaluate and you reevaluate and you like double down on certain things or you start exercising or you mm. start like meditating and that's good for your mental health or so you know I went through a bunch of that sort of stuff of like you have different coping mechanisms and all I that. I almost feel like this one's going to need a part two because I think like we went into a lot of the stuff that starts the breakup but there's a lot to be said too for like when you're in the trenches. <clears throat> yeah. Because yeah. in the trenches life changed. There's so much fucking changes. So many. And like I think the biggest thing and even just like leading up to the breakup there's another whole issue there of like I have to be honest. As much as I made out, like I was super confident, like, oh, I'll ditch this girl and I'll find a better girl in 10 minutes. Mm. That's what I presented. Internally, I'm like, yo, she's really fucking hot. I'm like, I got a girl that's hot and I'm like, how am I going to do this? And it was like a real, dude, that was a real, that was a real honest to God thing that I had to have myself. There was, dude, there was, there was an inner conversation prior to the breakup of like, do I just see this out? The sex is amazing. She's really freaking hot. It's like a cool thing. Ever. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, I mean, again, in some ways, look, I'll be perfectly honest. I'm a very vain person. I want, like, my future when I have a wife, assuming that my life doesn't go tragically down the shitter, hmm. she's going to be really hot. I want a really hot wife, and I want to take care of myself. I want her to take care of herself. I want us to look good. That's a thing in my head that's important to me, for better or worse. Hmm. I don't think that makes me, quote, unquote, shallow, because I want other things, too. I think it makes me entitled because I think I can get all those things. Yeah, even yeah, apart. yeah, I hear you. But so what I'm trying to say is, but 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 on a on a real note, internally there's that there's that part in your head where you're like, can I get better? Can and the the, the the most fucked up thing I think about breakups, especially what we're talking about here, is when you're in that emotional space, you're being emotionally grinded down. Mm. You, for you, is a lack of sex. I mean, and to be fair, even in my, for towards the end of the relationship, we were not having frequent sex. When we were having sex, it was usually makeup after a fight, mm. and it was really hot and it was good. But there, we would go two weeks. Like, dude, for me, going two weeks without sex in a relationship is like, that's like the same as like not masturbating for six months. It's like, what? What are you? <laughs> did you take a vow of celibacy? What the fuck is wrong with you? So I do remember, and I remember the attraction went down a little bit and shit. And like, but to be fair. Even with that, we were still doing like degenerate stuff here and there. I would still like find mm. excuses just to initiate sex out of the blue, and she loved that, and it mm. was working. Mm. So, but 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 emotionally, you're getting ground down by this person who's too. And again, usually when you're leading up to the breakup, like you said, you're starting to see the worst in each other. Mm. She's only seeing the worst in you. You're only seeing the worst in her, and you're going through this period of like. And this is, I think, what I'm trying to point out is, there's a point of perspective that I think people don't have. I'm very lucky in that I think that as a person, I am capable of being a little bit dissociative and thinking of the future from other perspective that I know doesn't now exist. Mm. I know that in the future, when I have crazy amounts of money, women are gonna talk to me differently and they're gonna react to me differently. And I look forward to that, but there's no part of me that thinks, this is a normal thing. Mm. Same thing when you're in a relationship. There's a part of me that knows that when I was in a relationship that I was gonna go through some shit. I was gonna go through pain and hell for a couple months. Six months, eight months, I don't know how long it was gonna be. But I knew that there was a version of me that existed down the line that would not have these, these insecurity problems that I had in the moment because in the moment you feel like shit. Dude, I was smoking all the time to, to like, again, so when you're in the end of a relationship, it's common that you take on coping mechanisms. Yeah. For me, it was I was smoking weed like three times a night. I was eating Damn. copious amounts of food. I was just getting fat. I was so Honestly, out of shape. You, you remove the being worn down and, and about to break up aspect of it. And, or just remove the relationship aspect of it altogether. Mm. It sounds like a great time. 
Now imagine that, but you're getting good sex from a girl. Yeah, it's the best. Well, that's, I mean, <laughs> so I don't think three times a night is, is okay. Dude, the amount of weed that we smoke, no, holy no. shit. Yeah. But, you know, you're going through these coping mechanisms. These coping mechanisms are probably not making you feel good. You know, you're dealing with stress, you're dealing with all this stuff. I'm not doing good at work. I'm not doing good at this other stuff. I'm feeling run down. And then in, in the midst of all that, you're supposed to think, well, I'm going to get on the highly competitive sexual market of my big city, and I'm just going to thrive. It's like, no. And this is a thing for men, I think, is a big thing. Is Much more so, I think. I think uh, for men, unless you have... It, it's so funny, because I feel like for men, if you have certain things going for you, the chance of the breakup being like easy-peasy is not... The woman is probably much more likely to keep going than you think, and you're, you're going to have options open. But if you don't have things set up in such a way where you are prime property on the sexual marketplace mm. you gonna go through some shit yeah it's strange because i feel like women might find it more daunting because just entering the dating realm again with like animal men is i think way more daunting for a woman but it's, it's different but it's like yeah for the woman it's like she opens up her her hinge and it's like dick 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 yeah, well, so, like, oh my that's... god i have to sort through all these penises for a good one whereas for the man it's like you open up hinge and there's like a fly. <laughs> <laughs> At least for the first couple months, because yeah, no, you don't like, have your, your what sway. I mean. Like it's 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 different things for a guy. It's like actually difficult in terms of just getting volume. Yeah. But for a girl, it's actually emotionally testing. And yeah, and that's true. Because like yeah, there are a lot of savage guys out there who's gonna they're gonna they know they're gonna have to withstand a certain amount of just like ugliness out there from guys yep guys who are hiding their intentions who claim you know just want to get the fuck they don't care about the relationship yeah just like dishonest creepy or... messages all that yeah. stuff right um yeah i i definitely felt like that that kind of concern of like it's a jungle out there and mm -hmm. i don't want to re-enter the jungle i definitely felt that this is why we should always be a gorilla even in your relationship stay a gorilla <laughs> okay occasionally fling <laughs> your shit at somebody <laughs> so you keep that animal behind okay <laughs> sorry go uh yeah, well, there is something there, not the gorilla, but like, about like, staying sharp, I mm -hmm, don't know, mm -hmm. uh, but that's, again, on some, some level, that's almost like a very, very mild form of infidelity, because it's like, I'm already, I can, I, I'm, I can see the open doorway to like, step out, and, yeah, and you I don't know how I'll do, and I want to know that I'll be able to do fine out there. Mm -hmm. It's not the mindset I would ever want in no. a relationship, but like, I, I think know. it's more so just like make sure that you're getting your body right, make sure that you're staying a prime. Don't let yourself go. Yeah, don't let yourself yeah. go completely. Um, but yeah, that's not. You're right. You shouldn't be thinking, oh, you know, what could I get out there if I was to leave? Be I'm, I just, I guess, what I was trying to point out with this was just the idea of like, I think a lot of people stay in shit relationships not just because they're committed to the pain and suffering like you and I were. I think part <laughs> of it is also you're, 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 you have the because again, Fear. for me, yeah. I'm going to be honest, I am maybe to a fault optimistic about my ability to do anything. And mm. I think that was also part of what ruined my relationship because she wouldn't see progress. But to me, it's like, it's okay. It's coming. It's right around the bend. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. I had Don't worry. So Don't worry. I'm, I'm right around the bend. Something big's going to happen. And I still have that view and we'll see if it ever works out. If not, maybe I'll be a fucking 50 year old loser. And I'm cool with that too, man. Say la vie. Some version of me is going to be fucking successful. Yeah. But, um, but that optimism is what made it very easy for me to say, all right, you know what? I will do better even if I have to go through shit. Mm. But I know for some people, the thought of getting back out there is just brutal. Yeah. Brutal. I, it, it, I think I definitely Especially, felt that. Yeah. Because um, you didn't even like it. That's the thing. Is like The one thing that I can say is for me, 
even though the relationship breaking, like falling apart was terrible and devastating, I always had a home in being a degenerate. I loved partying, <laughs> I loved going out, I loved meeting people, I loved all that stuff, I loved drinking and shit, so it's like, you've reopened an old love for me, yeah, it's, and I was okay with it. It's, but for a lot of people, that's not the case. It's funny, because I grew to enjoy all that stuff a lot more, but even then, I might enjoy going out and having a few drinks and dancing or whatever, mm -hmm. uh, much more than I did previously in life. But the pursuing a woman aspect of it is still kind of like a, well, now it's not there anymore again, but like when it was happening, it was still kind of a, <clears throat> I don't know, an iffy spot of sometimes where I mm -hmm. felt like, okay, this night was great. This, this fully worked in other nights of like, ah, oh, this feels gross. Like, yeah. it, was, it, was, it was never like fully <laughs> like a, the, Maybe for a period of time, like last year, we we kind of hit a golden run of like yeah. it just feeling like fun. But the fun was because I was hanging out with my friend. It wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't actually the. We wasn't the results oriented part of like getting a girl. It was yeah, more like we were yeah. just having a great fucking time. But anyway, like I, I think through all of this, I've roughly at least found out like, kind of what works for me, kind of like how I would go about it, and mm -hmm. ultimately right now I have the hope that I'll never be back there again anyway mm -hmm. um, but yeah just I feel like this has become broader than breakups and it's been for the better for this podcast but now it's like it's already gone fairly long the videos run out and I don't know if we should keep going too much longer in terms of like I think we there's so many big things about the breakups that we didn't even touch so I think it should be a part two because look what are you going to do when you're actually in the, the, the trenches? That's a whole conversation of like, what strategies did you use to get through? What did you like, what, what kept you going? What was like your, you know, where, like, like what was that like? What, what did you learn from that? What was the, what was the ability to move on? Right? Like, well, mm -hmm. I think there, there's a huge part to be spoken. And who to else that. helped, right? Like that's right? a huge part. Like if you have an actual support system, cause I feel like that helped so much of like, going to one friend and recapping all of it, going to another friend, recapping mm. all of it, talking to the family, yeah. all of that like played such a huge part of it for me being able to, to digest it. Yeah. And, um, and even, you know, I feel like delving more into like the final breaking point and like how it like, you can then finally like internalize all that you've ra rashly known. Like the whole time I knew she's wrong for me and this is not working and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But when that final breaking point came of when I was just like, no, let's not talk. Within like a few weeks of that, I was like, oh, like she could come back to me like crying on her knees saying like, let's get back together and be like, mm. no, 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 like this yeah. is <laughs> it's the worst idea in the world. Like, yeah. I, I, and again, that w didn't mean I stopped care. Like even with the emotional thing, I still care. Like mm -hmm. I still want a good life for her. Yeah. Like I, I, I don't have like that vindictive spirit in me, mm -hmm. but like, but yeah, I get it now. It's just <clears> like, <throat> no, like there's no version like, all the timelines, like, no, please, no, this, yeah. this, this should not happen. And, but, like, even earlier, you, you mentioning, like, could certain things have, like, gone a little bit differently early on or a few things that went against us gone our way mm -hmm. and suddenly we're talking about a very different future? Yeah, not for the better, but, like, maybe we would have gotten married, you know? Like, it could have happened. We would have gotten divorced with the kid. I remember my brother saying he's, like, this thing that scared me the most because I think my brother was the most concerned with the relationship and was mm -hmm. most against it. He's like, he's like, I saw you somehow getting trapped. He's like, oh, may yeah. maybe. Or, That's a huge. And he's like, it scared me so much. Like if you like, 
settled down, had a family and stuff with her, in just like not even mediocrity really, like in, mm. in hell. Yeah, <laughs> and, in a very and, bad spot. Yeah, so so last time when we said we do a part two, we didn't. But I think. Uh, what did we say we do a part two of? Who knows? Maybe it was relationships, or or uh, it's the one that got derailed because we started talking about like consumerism and capitalism that relationships yeah yeah oh, so, so women will do ironic that, so yeah. it's ironic where yeah. we, and <laughs> yeah we did not do that oh, i think we've done this topic much more justice even if we've yeah. been a bit more wayward but like i think the issue with that one was the gap between that podcast and the next ended up being too big so that we didn't have like that connective tissue to jump yeah. off on if we happen to record a podcast relatively soon i think we can jump right into a part two yeah otherwise it's gonna be fresh it'll be like in two days Otherwise, this can just still it's a fairly you know okay standalone I think and uh, and otherwise yeah we'll come back to this at some point. It come, okay, yeah, but, can wrap uh, her up. Yeah, and uh, also just as a note for the one person watching us. <laughs> Hi Ted, we love you. Is it, like yeah we're we're trying to we've I think sorted out the audio. We we know we had a few episodes where the audio was uneven or I think. Milish's mic was a lot stronger than mine, mm-hmm. so we've reverted back to our old mics. In terms of the video, we're trying to sort that out because sometimes it just seems to cut at random points of like time. Um, and investing in a proper camera setup will, right now at least, is not the is not something we're gonna like invest in <clears throat> just yet. So bear with us; you might not get like full podcast length videos. But if you are interested in checking out the videos, they're gonna be on YouTube and. Maybe we'll expand from there, um, and also hoping to like expand some of these into shorter clips, like in either YouTube Shorts or tic- you know TikTok videos and stuff. So we will blast all that information out there whenever it's all set up. So yeah, hope you guys bear with us while we sort all this stuff out. All right, let's uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Life Difficult. If you like this podcast, please you know like it on YouTube, share it. You know, mention it to your friends or family. We really appreciate all that stuff. Give it a good review or, or, or rating. And uh, until next time, thanks for watching. 